throughout the nation and around the globe. From his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, everybody, and welcome to, as we like to now call it, the wonderful Wednesday show where myself and dear James bring you intuitive and human design guidance. I am the Lady Jacqueline, and like I've mentioned, I have a fantastic co-host, dear James, who is an intuitive guide. And every Wednesday, we join you guys live and answer your questions. Uh, whether you're watching on the replay or when you're tuning in live, please drop us a comment and let us know where you're tuning in from. As always, it is fantastic to be here every Wednesday. This week, we are an hour earlier because I've got some festivities to go to a little bit later. My sister is turning the big 3-0. Um, so dear James has fabulously and graciously <laughs> said that we can do the show. I said we're not missing the show, dear James. Like we are doing it. Let's we're, do it an hour early. We are doing it, doing it, doing it. It's like, what time is it? What time is it? <laughs> <laughs> so, and you, we were just speaking pre-show and we were like, Guys, I don't know about you, but do you feel like time is literally, it's like, where is the day going? It's blink and then it's nighttime. It, I feel like everything is accelerated and I'm so excited to get into the nitty gritty of what the collective energy holds for all of us, what the human design transits show for all of us, because I think there's some, like, I'm, I'm looking for answers. Like, I want to know. My gate 61 is flashing going, what is going on? Help me out here. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. It is. It's a very interesting moment in time. As they said, they've been telling us, and this is the buildup. This is the, uh, you know, and it's interesting because I, I think sometimes, you know, you get to the buildup and then it's like, is this a letdown? Is this like, you know, is this like a pun, a joke? Is the universe just having their way with us and everything? And the answer is no, it's really happening. It's just a very interesting, like they said to us, Jacqueline, right? If we just flip the switch with no transition, we'd be clueless <laughs> mm -hmm. in a whole different mm -hmm. way <laughs> mm -hmm. right now and it's we, so right. interesting mm -hmm. because you mentioned transition and we're at the moment on the precipice of well a revolution like mm. a completely new way of a lot of things you know we've been week on week on week it's like if you've been following us consistently you'll see we're building on this main theme of us stepping into this new the new self letting go of the old self the new way of thinking the new way of being the new way of feeling right and we're kind of uncovering that together what that actually looks like you know playing around with this uncertainty right and there's yes and there's a beautiful piece that will come up in one of the hexagrams today and this i think this kind of epitomizes this point or, or this feeling, this energy that we're in. And they have been stressing this to us and it's really the moral of the story. We cannot go about the new the way we did the old. It doesn't work. Yeah. It's not going to work. And so there's this fatigue, of course, because you know, with, with COVID and all of that and the world being upside down for two plus years and wave after wave of things, and you know there's a humans are like oh when is it going to be normal again when can i just get back to and mm -hmm. it's it's replacing that when can i just get back to with when can we get where we're going 
it's a new it's it's and so there's this really important message for everyone in our daily lives personal lives business lives whatever it may be how to see the future the present future in a new way how do you see your life in a new way because that's what it's demanding i mean it, and and that is that is the point of switching in from a piscean era to an aquarian era it's a new era it's a new way of being of doing of thinking of speaking of interacting right jacqueline and here's this yes. mm-hmm. and and yet we're trying to go about it in an old way and it's not going to work it's not it's not going to last it won't work i'm literally smiling because we at the moment the sun and we're back with you live again continue on jacqueline <laughs> you know it's so funny i've been i've been having a few people actually message me going listen i thought you said mercury and all the planets were going direct on the fourth what the actual is happening with technology well you know sometimes we just don't know all the answers and thank goodness because i think we would be overwhelmed so we mm. won't ask why we'll just say hello and welcome to the new way of doing things if you just joined us i'm the lady jacqueline and my co-host is dear james and every week we bring you human design and intuitive guidance and insights on the collective energy and we ask your question we answer your questions live as well so uh if you're tuning in for the first time drop us a hello in the comments if you're watching on the replay let us know where you're watching from if you're joining in as always we love to see you we love to hear from you and the only way we can know that you're here is actually by you leaving a a comment um just exactly like (laughs) perfect timing bridget hello from vancouver thank you so much for joining thank you so much for dropping us a comment so as I was saying, uh, we're transiting at the moment the gate 49, and that's all about literally revolution. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a look at my note quickly. Um, revolution, the shadow is reaction. The whole thing, what you're talking about, which is the new, we can't, go, we can't go about the new in the old way. And for that to happen, there needs to be a bit of a breakdown, right? There needs to be a coming up against what what is in a way sometimes that feels uncomfortable in order to step into the new and with that there's a level of uncertainty right yes absolutely it's serious it stirs fear frustration um because again that mentality of wanting to get back to a way of being and what the universe and the cosmos and everything and and what we all signed up for is we signed up for going forward into the new it's about releasing the past releasing the old ways releasing as you said uh, revolution it's in here it's about revolution it's about splitting apart to regenerate so mm-hmm. yes exactly jacqueline this gate that you're talking about is it gate 61 49 49 49 mm-hmm. and so you can see gate 49 revolution we're bumping up against what was as you just said, mm-hmm. it's, it's what is our current experience. So what is, it's our current experience, but it's what was, it's the past. And so, yep. and this is the energy that we're waiting, you know, we're uh, silent knowing. We'll come into it. Continue on, Jacqueline. This is exciting because I'm already laughing because we're syncing up as we do. And uh, hello, Debbie. Thank you for joining us. And Brigitte. So um, the one question that actually came in, it's so funny how you said, is it the 61? Because this is my 61, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. And it's so interesting because don't you think that 
we're so focused sometimes i see people doing this wanting to go back to the way things were because it's like our brain is trying to keep us safe and that's the comfort zone of what we know and it's stepping into a new of what we don't know there's a level of uncertainty which feels you know like there's, there's this discomfort that you're talking about and that's also going to then bring up fears so with the gate 49 it's that tremendous fear of fear of rejection and it's so deep rooted that it's because it ca it comes from the, uh, the idea that if you're rejected then you're unsafe and it's like the survival of the fittest you've got to be accepted in order to survive in order to thrive in order to continue on in, in order to exist right so if you're thinking of this genetic predisposition to this fear of rejection that comes down the lineage of needing to feel accepted kind of check in with the behavior or the trigger points that's happening especially now because it, we're obviously being highlighted right now for all of us so whether you have it defined or undefined it's highlighted it's it's brought to the forefront what's really interesting though within human design as well it's not just looking at what's defined in your charts it's looking at where you have a definition in the hanging gates and then the opposite open gate or undefined gate that hanging gate is then you are predisposed um it's almost like there's conditioning that happens in that openness that is not the full channel and for me what was really interesting is i have the 19 which is the other end of the 49 which makes the full channel so i don't have the 49 defined but with this transit it's, it's bringing definition to me but what's so interesting is I'm starting to really go deep and play with this idea of fear of rejection and how that actually influences behaviors. Because initially, don't you notice like initially something might happen and then you think it's something else. Meantime, it's that foundational understanding or belief like, wait, what happens if they don't like me? Or what happens if they don't get what I have to say? Or, oh, I can't show up because, or, oh, no, I can't say anything because, you know, I don't want to feel rejected. Or I procrastinate because I don't know. But meantime, it's actually because I'm scared that they're not going to accept, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really now getting to, I want to say, a really deep fear and transcending that fear in order to create the revolution in order to step into the new to break down the old and embrace the new does it make sense absolutely because what it's talking about really is really i kept hearing release 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 right this okay. releasing a way our way ego's way or as they had said heaven's way the way because in essence when you know so in other words when you disconnect from the ego because right Jacqueline that's about it that's mm -hmm. ego personality fear and so forth and then mm -hmm. there's this piece that says but when I just simply release that let that go surrender it mm -hmm. and I listen and I'm connected with my soul source self and I I know to step forward I step forward as dear James you step forward as the lady Jacqueline each of us step forward as our true soul source selves well then it's pure because there's this piece of realizing that it isn't us it's what comes through us it is heaven's way the way and that then you realize oh i'm the custodian of this whatever this is for each of us I'm the custodian of Dear James. I'm the custodian of what comes through, the intuitive information that comes through. 
as we discussed, it's not me, it's not James. Thus, there's a dear James. It's not Jacqueline, it's the Lady Jacqueline. You see what I, yeah. there's this beauty and when you take on the awareness of the fact that you're the custodian of your divine soul source being, self, soul, and that experience, it change, it's a game changer. It changes how you see everything, it, it takes away the fear. It doesn't mean you won't have some, right? That's mm -hmm. as, as you would say that your word is in my head, juicy, juicy. It's a, you know, it's like the, <laughs> that's the juicy bits, right? Mm -hmm. So it's that piece where we relinquish, we surrender the ego, the personality, the self to lead with the soul, to allow our soul selves to come forward. And then we're in the custodialship of that. You take on greater care, awareness, consciousness. Mm -hmm. And that ushers in our true selves. It, it, our true, pure selves come forward and we shine. And that's all in the, in the numbers today, as we say, in the hexagrams and the numbers. So love hello, hello Deborah Wilson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just wanted to say hi, Deborah Wilson from South Carolina. So wonderful to be here with you both. Ditto, ditto, ditto. And uh, go ahead, Debbie Harris. Uh, so before we get into Debbie's question, because I also see um, Brigitte also has a question, do you want to go ahead and kind of give us an update collectively of what's happening? Oh, yes, absolutely. So we'll come in uh, for Debbie Harris and, and Brigitte. Um, so let me just give you a quick rundown, because uh, um, and again, I'm going to use your, your word, juicy. You know, there it's <laughs> so interesting because the numbers today are juicy. They're, they're really full. They always are. Um, but we have and I'm going to put on my specs here, we have February 9, 2022. So we have a 2, a 9, that becomes an 11. 2022 is a 6. Um, when you run it all together, it becomes a 17. 1 and 7 becomes an 8. So the overall energy for today is an 8. The two numbers that are really sticking out is the 11 and the 17. And just to make note, 11 and 22, 2022, two prime numbers today. 11 is the most intuitive, 22 the most powerful. And so when I sat down today to listen, Jacqueline, it was very interesting. It was like silent, silent, silent. And I was kind of like, and I'm looking at the numbers and they're really impressive and the hexagrams with them and the story. And then it came to me, they were like, we're in a state of quote unquote, or in this space of silent knowing. And that silent knowing, and it goes with hexagram 11. Hexagram 11 is about peace. And with peace is propriety, and then this standstill slash release. So when you see that, and then 17 is about follow, be led, with development, flowering. So we, we flower, we develop, and this decay remedy you were talking about revolution this decay mm -hmm. this revolution to release ourselves from the past the old ways the old stories the old beliefs releasing ourselves from our ego selves and so right there's because mm -hmm. the whole point of this when you really look at these it's in this silent knowing it's about peace follow be led eight is about uniting and 22 mm -hmm. is grace so you can see where we're going. I mean, 22, grace, 
this whole year is about grace. How are we stepping from releasing and embracing the new? Releasing the old, embracing the new through grace. It's the perfect year. And look, smiles. I mean, I got big smiles because I'm like, ooh, when we think about grace and, and being, acting with grace, what a beautiful world. What a beautiful human. What a beautiful mm. relationship, exchange, reciprocity. So I just want to read quickly to jump in on a couple quotes from this. And then it says, so with uh, 17, follow, be led. It says, when you return from the darkness with gold, others will naturally follow. And so when you think about our past, as, as brilliant and beautiful and purposeful as our past up to this point has been, it's, it's like we've been in the darkness. And so they're saying, when we return from darkness with gold, others will naturally follow. And this is so poignant. The next one was about when, uh, I'm sorry, we can easily forgive a child who is afraid of the dark. The real tragedy in life is when humankind is afraid of the light. The light. It's ever present, and yet we're emerging from this darkness into the light. And there's fear. There's fear that we, it's unknown, it's uncertain, as you were saying, Jacqueline. It's like, oh, I don't know this. I mean, I know it, but I don't know it. I haven't. And now I'm having to let go of uh, who, what, should, could, what, everything I know, and and or and or everything I know isn't working. The old me is gone. My old life is gone. My my old employment, or I used to go to the office. Now I telework. You know, all these different things. It's all changed. And we're sitting there going, uh, uh. <laughs> What, what now? <laughs> what, right. What now? Or or how do we get there? And, so, and there are many who are saying, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get there. Mm -hmm. And there are others that are just absolutely cleaving to the old. They want the old. And it's like, it's gone. It's, it's, it's over. It's the decay. It's the revolution. Mm -hmm. So as to release it, so as to regenerate, to move to the new. Mm -hmm. And the last one is just, it's hexagram 11. And it's the whole point of, of today, this, this silent knowing, the standstill, the release, and the ad to adapt, adapt. And it says, being free of desires, you will discover that the empire is at peace of its own accord. And what that really means is, because desires are wonderful when, they're, when the intention behind them and within them is pure, is mm -hmm. good. So it's not about being necessarily free of them. It's being aware of your intent or the intention within them. But what it really states is when, when all is said and done, free of desire, the empire, our world, our lives, our interactions, they're at peace. Hexagram 11 is about peace. It's there of its own accord it, when we allow it, when we get out of our way and allow it. Um, and it's and the the Chinese proverb that goes with it is, when I keep a green bough in my heart, the singing bird will always come. It's like mm. knowing that when you keep this, you know, the the heart chakra is green. For some listening, it's gold, and which is beautiful. <laughs> 
gold. And, but it's about the story of the fact that when we stay in our heart space in this beautiful bough of green, the singing bird will always come because our heart space is pure. It's good. It's harmonic. It's in resonance. So, and I'm going to end with Jacqueline, this one last piece, and I'm skipping part of this big story, but it basically says that um, the message might be to calm down and relax, take it easy, silent knowing, but there is still an element of change happening. We talked about this at the top of the hour. Um, this change, however, is permeating the situation and might be difficult to grasp because you are being coached to discover rather than overlay experience with past assumptions. That's the key part. You're being coached to discover. That's new, new territory. Discover as opposed to going to the old overlay of our past assumptions and experiences and what we think we know. That's the old. It's out. It doesn't apply anymore. It doesn't work. So be, be inspired to discover. Be patient mm. with yourself. Take it easy. Be patient. It's silent knowing. And yet change. Actionary. There's movement. There's action. That's where mm. it's all coming together. Mm. It's, it's so beautiful. It's, it's, it's interesting when you're speaking. And this is what I've been facing the last couple of days. And we had a gig because we, we briefly, like literally split seconds, mentioned, you know, and we were both feeling the exact same way. When you're speaking about maintaining this grace, I was kind of going, that's great. And I know this, but when life gets crazy, how do you actually implement it? You know, on a consistent day-to-day -day basis where you don't fall back into those patterns and you actually start stepping into your true self, you know, and that it starts with awareness. What's so beautiful with the gate 49 that's really being highlighted this week is it's all about the awareness of your emotional patterns because we're speaking about fear and those fears and emotions also they dictate your behavior they influence the way that you behave whether it be reactive responsive based on you know emotional turmoil or even if you're not responding or, or reacting you might actually uh, repress you know certain things because you don't want to feel doesn't feel comfortable right so there's a polarity on both ends but right now it's kind of looking at what is coming up for you what emotions are coming up for you because those are the emotional patterns that i want to use the word need to be overturned need to be let go of like you're talking about release releasing the emotional patterns that you've been carrying with you that are no longer serving you and that are not going to benefit you where you're moving towards and that is the step into evolution which is embodying that grace now of course we we signed up for a human experience so emotions are part of that human experience right but it's the first step is the awareness of i'm feeling what am i feeling who does this belong to what wisdom is it trying to show me and what do i need to release that it's highlighting because it's no longer part of where i'm going part of who i am part of my journey and this is what I love about, you know, human design, because it really, it's like the awareness of self. It's knowing, like everything starts with knowing who you are, how you behave, how you function, having that awareness of 
you know, just the mechanics. I mean, for me, it was a breakthrough when I found out that I had an open solar plexus. So, it, it which means there's, uh, I want to say, variability in the way that I feel emotions, but it also makes me uh, a sponge to other people's emotions. So, I'm constantly absorbing the energy frequency of other people's emotions or the emotions that's in the environment, and I'm amplifying it, which then in turn makes me a very sensitive feeling person but also i've been labeled throughout my life i'm highly emotional and for me it was this negative you know connotation of oh i'm so emotional i couldn't deal with my emotions and until i realized the mechanics of what was actually happening and because the the mechanics of me absorbing that was where i gained my wisdom in what those emotions actually showed me i then reframed the idea of i'm emotional to I'm emotionally attuned with everyone else's frequency, which is giving me wisdom to not only deal with my own triggers, but also to help guide, which then gets me to step into my purpose a whole lot juicier. <laughs> like, well, it's, it's very more, true. Right? Does it make sense? Absolutely. It's very true, Jacqueline, because again, when we marry, and, and this is the beauty of intuitive insights and human design coming together and in and, and the other show, science and the soul coming together. And it goes to Brigitte's question. The literal and the practical human design, other divinations, astrology, your natal chart, these, so let me just, I'm gonna in, tie these two together and, and then you can also respond, Jacqueline. Brigitte's question is, is our human design and when we were born a part of our soul plan or is it random? So the beauty of any divination, like your natal birth chart in astrology, like your human design chart, it is a snapshot, snapshot, and it is a beautiful tool. It is the literal practical. So as Jacqueline is, is describing, it helped her to understand herself better, more, mm -hmm. deeply, wider, higher, fuller. These are brilliant, brilliant, God-given, source-given divine mm -hmm. tools that help us to see our our souls our what our soul came to do what is our life who are we how do we operate and so forth and then you marry that with what with your true north your soul source connection so when you marry your intuition with the literal practical the natal chart your numerology your name um there's so many different so numerology, astrology, human design, um, Sabian symbols, there's all these different divination tools that offer literal practical insight to you to, for you to understand yourself. Mm -hmm. And then you marry that, you couple that with your intuitive knowing. And those two, when they're married together, are just, uh, I don't know that there's a, a better way. If, I mean, I would say that that's heaven's way, the way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, we actually spoke about this last week on the on the Science and the Soul show. Right, uh, episode by two, the way, yes. If you don't, yes. Yeah, if you don't know this, we literally have a second show. It's called The Science and the Soul, uh, where, we, where we talk about different topics each week, uh, basically bridging the gap between the practical and the spiritual. And it's so interesting because last week we literally spoke about exactly what you're speaking about now. And I gave the example of me bridging the gap between 
having this knowing, this, this gut intuitive knowing, didn't have the practical way of explaining it until I literally found human design. Well, it found me. <laughs> it gave me the invitation. Coming together. And it was like coming together. And it was like coming home. And it's this coupling. It was like this click, this fit. And we spoke about it as well. Um, the, the recording is available on YouTube, on Facebook as well, if you want to go listen to it or watch it. But we spoke about the idea of every piece of info or every tool that you use you will feel if it resonates with you. So it's not about trying to force it. It's, it's, it's kind of going, and this is what James is talking about, this idea of intuitively knowing what is best for you. Because we all know, I mean, right in the beginning when we first started this show, we spoke about the idea that we always have what we need at every given time, at every given moment. So the idea that you don't have is actually rooted in the, the the foundational belief that you're still carrying with you of lack of scarcity of not enough right because you weren't created not enough you were created in the perfect image with everything that you need at any given time and it means that you know having the know-how to connect with the right person that will then connect you with knowledge that you're needing at this moment or maybe you're actually needing a physical resource it's being open enough to receive it and to notice that it's there waiting for you in just a different way it's like releasing the ego so again it's it's using these beautiful tools in a way that feels good to you so it's not forcing what doesn't work and a lot of people i think uh, especially because in human design we can see the threes in the charts right it's about experimentation i literally had a coaching call this morning with a client and i was like experiment with a few of the modalities i'm going to give you a few of the practices i'm going to give you and see what works for you and you will know what works for you. You will know what feels good. The journey is trusting yourself enough to then take inspired action based on your knowing. And that, I think, is a little bit, that is like the, that is the bridging the gap. That's where we're at at the moment, which is releasing the old of trying to, to control, be certain that ego being ego led versus actually going, hold on, I can actually trust myself, my internal knowing. I have intuition, whether it be feeling, sensing, hearing, needing to communicate it out, gut response. We all have this knowing of what actually is good for us. It's just learning to trust ourselves enough to take inspired action based on which direction source, because that's where it comes from, is trying to show us. Mm. Makes sense. Absolutely. And just to Brigitte to uh, close the loop and, and she made another comment, but I just to answer your question directly, it's not random. So your soul plan and your human design chart, they're not random. Your, okay. your human design chart is based on your soul. It's based on your birth time, place and everything like astrology, but it's a culmination, but it, it is literally utilizing and what you will come to find with human design and there's another one that I forgot, um, and uh, Debbie Wilson, Deborah Wilson, with Endless Essences, and uh, Jacqueline, we've talked about this. Um, she also, uh, it's, it's a system called either Soul Essence or Soul Plan, Soul Purpose Plans. And that's based on your name, numerology, and the resonance, and there's more behind it. Both systems, eerily accurate, both systems are based on, all of these are based on astrology, numerology, um, human design, soul essence, soul purpose plan, they are based on your soul, your your 
your being at the time it is, is born, the name that you've chosen. And so they reflect that. So they are not, um, to answer the question, they're not random. They're based on your soul, your soul plan, your soul. Um, and she mm. said, thanks. I will watch that episode. I have my tools. I just need uh, to show, uh, I just need help to show me how to use them. Go as guided is the intuitive advice. And Jacqueline, I know you and I, you do this all the time. Listen, whether it, and again, whether it's tarot, astrology, whatever your tools are, in the moment, see what you're guided to. See where, oh, you think, or your mind, you may be thinking, oh, I'm going to go look at this deck or use my human design chart. And, and you'll hear this, no, no, go to this first, go here. And they'll guide you. And that will, and that will flower. There's that, that will flower, that will regenerate you and bring that to the, uh, to the forefront, what you need in that moment. And it's, and trust in the moment. Cause again, you may think that it's this and they take you a different direction and you're like, Oh, wow. <laughs> Jacqueline's word juicy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was juicy. I had no idea. I was going to discover this about myself because your soul source connection, your guides and everything, they took you this way first so that you received something that expanded you then to go and you go, okay, now I go that direction on it. Okay, I got it. So that's a way Absolutely. to utilize your tools. Absolutely. Do you want to jump into Debbie Harris? Would love a message. Do you want to do an intuitive message first? Or do you want me to jump into the human design? You ready with her chart? Mm -hmm. Go for it. So when I look Debbie, because it's a it's a, a broad question, uh, but I'm looking at the energy of this week as well with that fear of rejection, uh, but most importantly the emotions. So specifically for you as well, uh, it's kind of checking in to see how your emotions are flowing. So kind of saying, okay, because you have a defined emotional solar plexus, so you're creating emotional waves, right? So it's kind of tuning in to see <clears throat> how are you feeling, what is coming up for you this week so that you can really clear those old patterns and you can check which patterns that are coming up. So whether it be the way you're doing things, uh, the way you're talking about things, like the stories you're, you're sharing, the people that you're associating with, whatever patterns that are coming up, right? What needs to stay and where do you need to change? Where do you need to stand in your power and make certain changes in order to evoke, in order to awaken that revolution, that new way of being, that new way of doing, right? The original self. Because it's not about becoming somebody else, it's about unbecoming and being, being your truth, being your true self. So really check in with the emotional waves that are potentially being highlighted this week uh, and, you know, upcoming days or potentially even the last couple of weeks. Check in to see what those emotions are trying to tell you, because I really feel strongly for you, especially it is about noticing what patterns stay and what patterns need to go what can stay like that is actually going to benefit you and serve you and what needs to go what needs to change what needs to shift be shifted in order to make 
way for the new in order to improve life in order to bring more joy in order to feel satisfaction uh one of the key indicators for you in terms of your emotions is frustration so check in to see what has been frustrating you have you been feeling frustrated if so check in to see what is the underlying what is the trigger point based on again the patterns i i I literally am i'm feeling within your chart patterns because it is also your your north node so it's embodying this idea that you're able to know what needs to be fixed what needs to be corrected what needs to be changed what needs to be kept in order to fill in the blank in order to attract more success abundance have a better relationship um a more fulfilling career right and especially now whatever you're doing whatever we're all doing we're being we're being called to make certain shifts to reevaluate the way we're doing things where we're showing up because the old has got to go we're breaking down structures and barriers and walls and you can see it also in the collective energy in terms of what's happening in the world you know in each country it's it's people are they're um like they're coming up against the old structures and systems breaking them down forcing the breakdown it feels uncomfortable it feels uncertain there's tension there's crises right in order to like james said plant the seeds in order to bloom to start the new you've got to break down a little bit of the old so that let me know if that resonates with you debbie um and then yeah we'll jump to james what are you picking up so i'm drawn debbie and again this will you know i I, again i I just adore intuitive insights and human design (laughs) coming together um so debbie what i what i was drawn to immediately is the year of your birth is a 22. the day so one plus nine plus five plus seven becomes a 22. your day of birth is a 22. you have double 22s 22 is a prime number and it's the most powerful prime number so you got double double power double power debbie <laughs> you've got you've got what you need now the interesting part is 922 so you're a virgo right on the cusp of libra and the libra energy can influence you know it's beauty and balance and justice and everything it can also be indecision and so and I'm a Virgo. So I'm aware, I'm in the early part of September. So I'm aware again of this wanting to advance, wanting to, you know, wanting to align with your true purpose, your true nature, bumping up against the old of what it looked like and who you were before and all of this. And so there's, so they're saying to me, you're at a, at a a pivot point you're at a you're also at a point they're saying and you're also at a point of no return so you've waited for this moment you've been waiting to do something you've been waiting to become waiting to leave waiting to move forward waiting there's the in the libra part the indecision part and yet the virgo part is very focused analytical determined and so this is where in this point of no return slash pivot point rely they're saying to me rely on your innate power it's built in you 
you have this, you know, it's the divine, it's the divine feminine in your first name. So you have this power, empowerment, use it and do so, you know, um, they're saying to me, you know, mindfully, but um, in divine time, in divine uh, will, in divine accordance. It's about doing the right thing at the right time. That's the better, easy way to say it. Do the right thing at the right time. How will you know that? Because you know, you got double 22s, you've got, it's time. And so drill down, execute and do it step by step, step by step, step by step. They wanted three of those for you. So let me know, let us know if that resonates with you um, and if that's speaking to you. Hello, Elizabeth from France. Oh, we love you joining us from France. This is so good. And Anne, so beautiful, joining us as well. Um, and, and if you're listening, remember, we're taking your questions live. We're offering intuitive insights and human design guidance to your life questions. So place them in the comments and we will address them as we are moving through the show. So James, I wanted to jump in quickly. And I don't know how, I just felt called to, because with the 49, it's also about relationships. And I actually remember the last couple of days specifically, I've really been getting questions or been asked questions about good graces, what is happening? Because in my relationship, it's like there's super, there's a lot of tension or it's, I'm really being mirrored back or why is it like, am I hitting, it's almost like I'm hitting a brick wall. Like what's going on within relationships. And it's so interesting because we have already spoken about this as well, where the other, it's never about the other, it's all about, always about yourself, but it's like the mirror, they're the mirror image of, you know, that's where the biggest transformation happens. I know in my life, you know, it's, it's easy to say some people, it's like they go to a hill or a mountain, they sit up on a mountain top, and that's kind of where they get this aha, this enlightenment, this awakening. For a lot of us, it's about, you know, dealing with the other, it's about the experience of interacting with one another. So, how I almost want to say, have you been noticing a little bit of that in relationships, like things are coming up because, or, or let me, let me put it this way. Have you been noticing that relationships have been, or partnerships or interactions with people have been the catalyst for the awakening to those deepest triggers? Mm. To the, the yes, yes. To the opportunity of, again, seeing ourselves more clearly, better mm -hmm. because Again, as we articulate, and we will say this, Jacqueline and I will say this over and over and over again. Everyone is a mirror. Everyone, we've asked them on a soul level, we have asked everyone to show up, play a specific role, and it is never about the other people. Whether this is work-related, personal-related, relationship-related, whether it's you know familial relation-related, love interest relation it doesn't matter. The issue is we've always asked each, in, in all of these varieties, we've asked them to show up. We've asked them to play a role so that we will see ourselves. What is it that my soul needed, wanted them to do so that I would achieve something? And so, yes, Jacqueline, it's a very interesting, and, and I said this um, just recently, I said, remember, it's never about them what they're doing, what they're thinking, what, what their plan is. 
When you put that elf on a shelf, put it aside, and you just say, what is it in all of this? What is in this for me? What's mine? And it completely Mm. redirects your focus. It completely releases anxiety, frustration, anger, because all of a sudden it's not about them, whatever them might Mm. be. It's about, ah, in this moment, oh, this is teaching me, offering me, Mm. because I asked for this. Now, Mm -hmm. I may have some fear because I don't, uncertainty, I don't know where this is going to lead but silent knowing. And yet I know. Mm-hmm. So I it's need... like catching yourself mm-hmm, in the reactive. So it's especially now because it... it's an emotional time, right? So where we know that it's an emotional time based on the mechanics of what's happening in the collective, right? So we're all being sparked emotionally in some way or another. And instead of reacting or responding, it's kind of, again, like asking yourself in that moment. It's almost like taking a breath going, is life trying to show me something? And, and, and of course it is, yeah. right? It always obviously, is. Obviously, <laughs> right? And, it's, and like the next thing is kind of going, okay, life, so you're trying to show me something here. And in that behavior or choosing, <clears throat> sorry, choosing that pattern of, of behavior over reacting or responding and then going, ooh, probably shouldn't have said that or oh I should have actually taken a breath and, and revisited you know because like you know we're having these conversations it's easier said than done sometimes I think about it and I go whoa the heat of that moment it's all great and well but when you're in that heat of the moment what do you do and I've l- quite literally taken a stance a couple of times because I've practiced this where you breathe and then you ask okay what are you trying to show me like I can ask open-ended questions because I don't go to my head with that open-ended question and I go straight into my body. A lot of generators, manifesting generators need to ask those yes, no options. And that's why I asked, ask yourself, is life trying to show me something now? And if you get a yes, then, you know, be open to receiving the answer so that you can respond to it instead of trying to figure it out. We're so, the human experience is all about the how. The most beautiful teaching, I think, that comes apart from so much comes from Abraham Hicks. The how is not up to us. The how is up to the universe. It's up to life. It's up to uh, a force, um, an energy that is so much bigger than us. What is up to us is the intention, is the inspiration. It's the energy frequency. It's the state. It's the joy. It's the emotion that's behind what it is that we want to manifest. The how by our design, by nature is already being sorted out for us by the creator. It doesn't mean that it's, we're passively sitting, Netflixing and chilling. No, because I think a lot of times, you know, the ego goes, oh, surrender means I got to do nothing. (laughs) Like I can't do nothing. No, it's not a doing nothing. It's you don't have to obsessively figure out the how. How is this relationship going to work? Well, if you're focusing on yourself, you're setting the intention of what relationship you want, you're being in a vibrational alignment with the vibrational a, a frequency of that relationship that you desire, the how will show itself. Mm. And, and there's a beauty in the sense that in the how is this, like the example, how is this relationship going to work? If the focus is on the how, mm-hmm. then you're missing being present and just showing up. 
<laughs> we, you know, right? interestingly enough, I mean, Jacqueline and I, the lady Jacqueline and I met online almost, almost a year ago, I think. And mm -hmm. in us coming together this way, we never once said or, or discussed how, how meaning how this would work or we just came together, you know, and that's the beauty. We were focused on what the opportunity is, what the joy of it, the gift of it, and let the how, as Jacqueline is articulating, the, the how is the universe. The how is, okay, you'll just bring things together and you'll know, does this fit? Does this work? We don't, you don't need to worry about how, because how is already, already there. It's, it's, mm -hmm. you know, it either is going to work out or it won't. And maybe there's a more important question too is, well, should it? You know, sometimes we need to look at, oh, this does, this is working. This is wonderful. As opposed to, oh, wait a minute, I'm in this relationship and no, it's not working. Well, I don't need to be work focused on how I should be looking at why it's not. What are the things that are coming up for me as to why it might be time to move forward? expand, release, <laughs> let go of something so as to make room or space for something. Because we'll know. You'll always know. And, and I just want to mm -hmm. add, if I may, Jacqueline, one thing. I've often heard, you know, we hear this beautiful expression about life as a dance. And so I often say with clients, I, I say to them, listen, you're already at the dance. We're at the dance. You signed up. You're here. You're at life as a dance. We're at the dance how you choose to dance is what matters you're already at the mm -hmm. dance so when we're talking about this year of leading with grace we've talked about the divine feminine leading with your the divine feminine in 2022 and beyond we're at the dance how you choose to dance how you choose to react how you choose to did i engage in the crazy and the and the uh, the less than or the shadow emotion of something or did i take a step back breathe i get to choose how i dance because mm -hmm. i'm at the dance i get to choose i get to choose every second doesn't matter if mm -hmm. somebody's choosing to be hostile or aggressive or i can choose to meet them with kindness and grace like you were talking about the i think an episode or two ago about the car you were driving and somebody's yelling mm -hmm. or giving the you know releasing birds so to speak mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and instead you yeah you sent them a, a quiet grace mm. a quiet love mm. and it comes with practice though it does it comes with practice this this um i want to say that's the awakening that's the coming home to yourself that's already there uh, where it's the practice of having this human experience and kind of going, okay, I'm, I've been given free will. I've been given free will to choose to make the decision on, on what I can control, which is nobody else around me but my own mm, thoughts, feelings, behaviors, right? The way I respond, react. It's, it's so incredible because right now the turmoil is destined it's designed uh, a lot of people might look at the last two years and say oh it's so random i had this knowing from the get-go that it was not random that it was so designed because there was a really big bigger purpose that we couldn't see in the moment did i still have the human experience of uncertainty of fear 
of frustration. Yes, 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 to all of them. And simultaneously having this awareness, having this transformation, having this knowing, this understanding of actually hold on, what is really happening here? What's a real story? The real story is we all decided to to come to earth right now in this present moment. Your soul decided it wanted to be here now, right? And when you kind of embody that understanding that there is a reason for your existence, for your being, for every single thing that happens to you right now, and also knowing that, hang on, even though it, it it's like, um, I want to say it's not predetermined, but it's like I'm still given the free will of being guided on the path that I'm designed for. Designed for meaning I'm designed to be loved. I'm designed to be abundant. I'm de- designed to be fulfilled. What that truly means, what your soul is actually yearning for, not what we think it means. We've spoken about this as well. And that is the, that's the big shift that's really being called. It's like ruffling feathers now. Like if you're feeling a little bit like, okay, universe, like I, I, just give me a break. That break is exactly what James is talking about. It's like that silent knowing, holding on to the silent knowing of trust. Because in this experience, it's deepening your connection and ability to trust source. Absolutely. And you know, it's interesting. Think about, so you were just talking about our souls choosing to be here at this time. And we're talking about an epic moment in time because mm-hmm. we're talking about that. And again, remember souls come in. So there's the souls that came in at the older generations, if you will, and the newest generations. Okay. But, so there's this beautiful crossover. So we all choose to come in at this moment. What's different about this moment? is the great year, the procession, the great year, the changing, the literal changing of going from a Piscean era, a patriarchal ruled way of being, 2,500 and some years, to an Aquarian matriarchal rule. Everyone has a seat at the table, nourishment, divine mother, harmony, balance, bliss, and what that moment requires of us what we said we would learn from it on a soul level at soul level and what we would offer now look at this in the way you were talking about with you know the uh the pandemic and everything many souls as painful as it is many souls choose to leave mm-hmm. and go on to other journeys different types of journeys other souls say, oh, I want to ride this wave all the way in. I want to see where this is going. I want to be a part of this transition, of this change. Others say, I want to be at the forefront. Others say, I'm going to hang on and cleave, you know, to the past, to, you know. And mm-hmm. the beauty is, to sum that up, our choices, free will, Jacqueline just spoke about free will, our choices determine our experiences. They are intimately intertwined. So you have a choice. You're at the dance. Life is the dance. You're at the dance. You have a choice of how you dance in every single moment. And the issue is that when you realize my choices determine my experiences, it's that simple. 
So if I want to have a beautiful, blessed, loving life, that doesn't have anything to do with external wealth or tangible things. That is an inside job. That is an inside choice, an inside decision, and an uh-huh. inside result. And you can exercise it at any given moment freely. It's mm-hmm. free, free of charge, you know, gift with purchase from the universe. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Before we move on to Elizabeth's question, we would love to know what your biggest takeaway was from today's show. So drop it in the comments below. If there was any aha moments that you had, what was your biggest kind of revelation? Was there something that you just needed to hear today? Let us know in the comments because it also helps us. It guides us to know what we can share more of, what we can help you, insist you with. And then also, as always, we have created a 50-50 offer, myself and Dear James, where you get 30 minutes of intuitive guidance one-to-one with Dear James, and you get 30 minutes of your human design chart where you can discover exactly what is in your human design chart, how to embody the tools that are really there waiting for you, how to step into your power, uh, and that's also one-to-one. The link, James, is I think the link is already in the in the description box. It is already. indeed. Yep. It mm-hmm. is. So feel feel free to go have a look. If you have any questions, also just you know, don't don't hesitate, like send us a DM, whether it be on Instagram, on Facebook, on email. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to connect with you. So to end off, we have Elizabeth's question, which is, I'm working on balance, not being selfish, but finding that sweet spot. And it's so interesting because it's almost like for me, that question, that sweet spot would be when you work out the trigger of why you're feeling the fear of not being selfish that fear of i can't be so like selfish what does selfish actually mean and actually look like selfish is a low vibrational frequency there's not just thing as selfish if you truly love yourself enough to stand in your truth and your power you've hit the sweet spot right and again it's like it's so interesting because the vibration remember right now is that fear that underlying fear of rejection So it's like, is that question coming from a place of, I cannot be selfish because my partner might not, you know, love me back or no, I might get a response or I might get a reaction from the people around me. Like people won't think like people, you know, does that, does that make sense? It's like, it's like deep rooted in the idea of, Ooh, do I feel the rejection? So for me to answer your question, it would literally be your sweet spot would be when you have completely worked through the trigger point that is coming up, that underlying negative limiting belief of identifying with selfish. Because we're all not designed to be selfish. We're not innately selfish. You're not selfish, right? That construct of being selfish is again that mindset of lack, of fear, that fear of, wait, I'm not going to... I, potentially I might be rejected. I'm not going to fit in. I'm not going to survive because they're not going to feel, they're not going to take me in. They're not going to make me inclusive. Like they're not going to include me. Right? So therefore I can't, I've got to give of myself. I can't stick to my boundaries. Uh, that is the, that, that is the, that's the sweet spot. The sweet spot mm-hmm. is getting rid of that idea of selfish, like take it out of your vocabulary because there's no such thing as selfish. Mm-hmm. Love, love, love that Um, (laughs) because it's, it's, it's truth. And the beauty Elizabeth is again, when people, you know, and, and there are, um, 
there are so everything's energy and there are times when people do um interact with others in a way that is heavy-handed let's say let's use that term and thereby one would we would label that they're selfish they're they're being very you know so in other words the intent the purity when you're selfless with yourself and others it's because the intent of your being is that it's pure and you stand as Jacqueline just did and you stand in the empowerment of that truth and that purity knowing that that's exactly what you're doing so when you're doing something for yourself and it and the intention is pure you're not seeking to harm others you're not doing it from a shadow element a lesser element and they may still not like it somebody may still want you to be something else or do something else or whatever and yet when you stand in that moment and say i understand and i hear you and i love you and i, I however i need i i need to do this for me that's a sweet spot it may not be fun to be to deliver that message because of course Oh, um, you're disappointed and da 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 da, or you're angry and whatever. Yes, okay, I understand. However, in this moment, for me, this is what I need to do. And that's not selfish, it's selfless. You're placing, you're nourishing yourself. And then when you know that you're able to, or you are inspired to, quote unquote, compromise or do something else, that's beautiful too, because again, as long as the purity of the intention is that you genuinely are okay with doing it, then how beautiful. Mm -hmm. The shadow side is, oh, I'm doing this because, and blah, blah, blah. well, now that the intention is not pure. So it's a simple thing that the, the tip is the, is, the, is the intention pure. Is your intention pure, pure in the moment? If it is, it's selfless. It's not selfish. Somebody else may have a problem with that. Yeah, well, you know, okay. And you know, it's but so carry on. It's, absolutely, and it's checking in because it's it's mm, it's a very I see it as being a challenging thing, especially for women, especially for moms. You know, because they're so automatically nurturing, so they're putting everybody else in front of themselves because that's kind of also you know the environment that we're raised in. Um, thankfully it's changing, but it's, it's almost like understanding and being open or having the awareness to see what's coming up when you don't want to put yourself first, you know, like what is coming up for you. Yes. And it's not again, focusing on the other person, even like when you're, you're speaking now, it's, it's kind of going, when you're calling somebody else selfish, what are you feeling on the inside? Cause it's not about them. It's about you. So what are you getting triggered? about your expectation of how they're supposed to respond to your react react to you and i go again back to this deep-rooted fear this fear of abandonment this fear of rejection this fear of not fitting in this fear of um you know that uh, like being being found out like you're not perfect or there's something wrong you know that inherently not being connected with the other and the truth actually is is that we're always connected because we're all connected to source so we're never alone we're never rejected we're never isolated we're hmm. we're always connected we're always we're energy we're spoke we spoke about this last week we've been speaking about it for weeks and weeks and we're going to continue to speak about it it's about this energy we're stepping into 
the new which is vibrating and connecting through energy energy meaning what like that frequency that in the 3d reality and dimension we cannot see we're starting to feel now because we're starting to be open enough to actually feel it but it's like it's it's that's the new it's like connecting with someone without even speaking to them or even being in their presence and then they phone you like we spoke about this last week so mm. again it's it's yeah i just think it's so beautiful to my invitation as we're in the show, like my invitation to you, my last point that I want to kind of say is write down all of the triggers that are coming up for you right now. Triggers meaning when you're feeling frustrated, what is the thought that you're thinking? Or when you're wanting to react in, in a heated of the argument, what is coming up for you? What is the emotion that's coming up for you? What is the thought pattern behind the emotion? What is the behavior? Like what is, what is, in, what's inspiring or dictating that behavior what is a deep-rooted story that you keep telling yourself having that like identifying that that is when the evolution is going to take place that is when you're able to shift it and step into your true self and then obviously if you need guidance like human design is literally there because it shows you that it shows you that conditioning it shows you what is keeping you from really being your authentic self james mm. you have last points uh, yes, I just wanted to add in. So when you talked about the mom analogy, when you raised that and everything, and, and it's so very interesting because it raised the, the opposite, meaning we're always in reciprocity. So one thing is the energy of whether it's selfish or selfless, meaning pure or impure, the energy of whether you're on, the one requesting doing something, quote unquote, for yourself, or you're the reciprocal person for, you know, a partner, a, a, a work colleague, something, a, a parent. The energy of that exchange, of that intention, of that desire for self is going to be apparent. Pure and simple. It will, energy is, you don't need to say it, it's spoken. It's the way it comes across. It's the way it comes through. So that is very one thing and then the second thing is when you are the recipient on the on the other side so in the mom analogy and they do they give and give and give and sacrifice and sacrifice and sacrifice and put themselves last and then all of a sudden they come and they say i'm gonna do something for me and for everyone listening whether it is the mom or the partner or the boss or the the friend see them and have the grace to recognize that they're not being selfish when they finally do something for themselves. They're being selfless. They're needing nourishment, nurture. And as you being in reciprocity with them, Amir, willingly, joyfully, lovingly give that to them. Don't call them out and say you're being selfish. Say yes, absolutely. Because again, when you're on the receiving end, you're going to want that same grace and nourishment and love and encouragement. And what's amazing is when in any relationship, when you do that with one another and you know, you can trust it, you go, oh, they're not being funny with me. They need this moment and I want to support them. And when it's my turn and I might need something, I'm going to hope that they're going to you know, I'm going to want them to do that for me. It's a beautiful gift of reciprocity, of, of being selfless with each other and with yourself. 
and that builds and it's a foundation of trust and you know it and the energy speaks to it and you can trust it, you know it. So in that way as well, Elizabeth, we all know when someone's being funny with us and we all know when someone's not. And have the courage when you know that you're operating from a place of you're not being funny and this is what you need, have the absolute grace to do what you need to do and be loving and kind and nourishing and communicative with others. And if someone is not reciprocating, that may be where they are and you may need to release them. It's just, you know, try. And then if you can't release, because there'll be somewhere where you can, because the intention of that is pure. It's selfless. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. So I want to just, um, as we end off, uh, just remind everyone so that um, this week we did go an hour earlier. Uh, next week we'll be back at the exact same time next week, Wednesday. And then tomorrow we've got the Science and the Soul show at uh, the same time, 6.30, no? Yes, uh, 8.30 Pacific. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so 6.30 Central uh, European time, 8.30 mm-hmm. Pacific, 11.30 Eastern and uh and yes tomorrow is uh uh, is going to be great on science and the soul because it's all about signs synchronicities um numerology Mm -hmm. all of these things about and how how that uh, interplays into our lives are we seeing the signs what do they mean all that good is it a a coincidence is it a coincidence is it a fluke is it random Absolutely. Like, I cannot actually wait to share because <laughs> I actually have been, a, I, like, I don't want to give the juiciness away because we're already over time, but tomorrow's show is going to be so incredible because I'm actually going to be sharing a, a practical, like, a practical example of how this has played out in my life, and it was all sparked uh, by Gabriella Bernstein. So she wrote, she wrote uh, Spirit Junkie and does the whole manifestation. And I listened to her podcast one day and she, and she gave me this prompt, or me, she gave everyone the prompt. I obviously received it. I took the invitation project and I said, yes, I'm going to try this. And it's been a couple of months and it's actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share the results. I'm going to share how you can also do it because I want to pay it for it. I want to get you to do it. So that's going to be tomorrow's show. Uh, same time, same place, whether it be on Facebook, whether it be on YouTube. And then also, as always, guys, like if you feel called to share this to a friend, to a family member, to a work colleague, tag them in because the more we actually share the goodness, we more the, we, the more we actually share these powerful conversations and we hold space in an empowering way, we allow for the transformation of other people so that collectively we can really step into this new that we're talking about so that we can actually embrace the the light and the joy and the success and the abundance that we're all designed with and and last but not least also on that same note the more people that join us and we're all changed so Jacqueline and I come together and we listen from a human design standpoint and an intuitive guidance standpoint okay for the collective what are the current energies and so forth and then we take your questions live And what I find, and Jacqueline and I both, we talk about this, we will end the show and we talk for a few minutes after, and there are times where we're just buzzing or you're sitting in absolute awe or humility and and the beauty of your questions, what you're experiencing and how we receive from that and we meaning everyone. So there's such an amazing 
exchange that happens in these shows and then taking your questions live. And so that is, so the more, the more, the merrier as, as, uh, as one would say. And again, because without you, we don't know that there really is a show. So we love you all. We thank you for joining us every week and for making time and so forth. So, and share, share, share as you're moved to, and we will see you tomorrow. Yes. Bye guys. Thank you. You've been listening to Dear James Live. Gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.